Hey, y'all. Welcome back as we continue on our journey through the Bible. And we are moving over to the minor prophets now. And the minor prophets are called the minor prophets only because their prophecies in their books are shorter. They're still dynamic. They're still powerful. They're still amazing to read through. It's just their books are shorter than the major project prophets. So they're called major and minor for that reason and that reason only. And in Hosea, Hosea is primarily speaking into the northern kingdom of Israel, the 10 tribes of the northern kingdom of Israel. And it was during the time where Assyria was coming and he is speaking a prophetic voice of God, giving them warning. And again and again, the people of God turn a deaf ear to the voice of God and they don't pay attention to his covenant. And he called prophecies to provide these sermons, warnings, and even action sermons where they would act out part of the sermons, trying to get their intention in hopes that God's people would wake up and listen to what God is trying to speak to them. And divine discipline and judgment are coming because God is holy and he cannot let go, let sin go unpunished. And a good father would not let their children sin and do evil things without punishment. And God is a very good father. He's the best father. So when his people sin, he's going to redirect us. He's going to bring us to a place where we call out to him, repent and turn to him and cleanse our lives from the evil, wicked sins in our lives. And here, Hosea is instructed to marry a prostitute and he is going to end up having three kids and he, his wife leaves him for another man, but Hosea is told to keep allowing her to return. To, don't turn your back on her. And this book is really about God's unconditional, unfailing love. Even when we blow it, God does not stop loving us. And we get a picture of what Israel did to God by turning their backs on God and choosing to allow false gods into their lives instead and committing that spiritual adultery. And today we face the same temptations. We have so much idols around us, so many material things, so much pride that comes into, especially our nation in America, that you really have to resist the temptations and trust God and make sure God is first and foremost in every single part of our lives. And with that, we'll go ahead and move into Hosea chapter 1, verse 1. The Lord gave this message to Hosea, son of Beeri, during the years when Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah were kings of Judah, and Jeroboam, son of Johash, was king of Israel. When the Lord first began speaking to Israel through Hosea, he said to him, Go and marry a prostitute, so that some of her children will be conceived in prostitution. And this will illustrate how Israel has acted like a prostitute by turning against the Lord and worshiping other gods. We're going to pause here. Um, one more thing quick. Hosea, the book of Hosea, the word Hosea, it actually means salvation. And it's only through God that we can find saving grace and mercy. And it's actually considered the the first John of the Old Testament, the apostle of love, like we we're talking about, that unconditional love. And Israel has been unfaithful to God and has given herself over to other gods and false alliances. And he's going to pull away and just let Israel be with her sin. And he loves his people and has compassion, and he's going to bring his people back to his throne. And he walks through this as we continue in verse 3. 
So Hosea married Gomer, the daughter of Dablaim, and she became pregnant and gave Hosea a son. And the Lord said, Name the child Jezreel, for I am about to punish King Jehu's dynasty to avenge the murders he committed at Jezreel. In fact, I will bring an end to Israel's independence. I will break its military power in the Jezreel Valley. So the first son is born, and his name is Jezreel. And Jezreel translates to God will scatter, or the Lord sows. And God is going to scatter his people. And in 722 BC, Assyria comes forth and takes over the northern tribes of Israel. And that scattering does actually happen. In verse 6, soon Gomer became pregnant again and gave birth to a daughter. And the Lord said to Hosea, name your daughter Lo-Rahumah, not loved, for I will no longer show love to the people of Israel or forgive them, but I will show love to the people of Judah. I will free them from their enemies, not with weapons and armies or horses and charioteers, but by my power as the Lord their God. And in 701 BC, the southern tribes were spared from the Assyria descent and he his the name of their daughter Lo Ru Hama it means no mercy not pitied no compassion and he is angry at their sin he loves his people that will never change but he is angry at the sins of the people in verse 8 after Gomor had weaned Lo-Ruhamah, she again became pregnant and gave birth to a second son. And the Lord said, Name him Lo-Ami, not my people, for Israel is not my people, and I am not their God. Yet the time will come when Israel's people will be like sands of the seashore, too many to count. Then at that place they were told, You are not my people. It will be said, You are the children of the living God. Then the people of Judah and Israel will unite together, and they will choose one leader for themselves, and they will return from exile together. What a day that will be, the day of Jezreel, when God will again plant his people in his land. In that day you will call your brother's army, my people, and you will call your sister Rahuma, which means the ones I love. So here we have a renaming and a reminder of God's covenant promise, which God's covenant is not able to be changed god's promises are god's promises and they do not change and he's like in spite of your sin in spite of your rebellion i'm not going to stop loving you i'm not going to not show you compassion he is going to punish sin but he loves his people he loves he loves them and his his word is faithful his word is true his word will not change and he says there's going to be a faithful remnant that is going to grow and they are going to turn and this speaks of the millennial time when israel and judah unite together as one and they choose jesus they run to jesus they finally accept jesus as their lord and savior and he will rule and he will reign and then god who who is the God who sows, the Lord sows, he will sow his people into their land and they will multiply and we will be united under Jesus. And in that day, there's a whole renaming there. Instead of not my people, he will be, they will be called my people. And instead of no compassion, it'll be the ones I love. God refines us, redeems us and restores us. And he has a plan and a purpose for each of our lives. And Judah is part of the dynasty that brings forth our Messiah. And he is, he came and he died on the cross so we could have freedom and, and 
be cleansed and redeemed and restored from our sins. And in the Old Testament, as we continue to read this, it talks about the prostitution. Prostitution is symbolic of idolatry and unfaithfulness to God. And God hates sin, but he loves his people. And they we face our consequences for our choices. And Israel faced their consequences for their choices. And we are still waiting for Israel to turn back to God as we know so will. And in the millennial period, when Jesus returns after the tribulation and the second coming of our Lord and Savior, they will turn, they will repent, they will see Jesus and they will bow and they will be saved and they will be restored and they will be brought back to their 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 land that he promised them. It will be theirs. God said so. And the kingdom of Israel is scattered with the Assyrian takeover and God shows mercy and he his love is completely unconditional but our enjoyment of that love is conditional depending on our faith and obedience on trusting God wholeheartedly and God removes his mercy from his people for a short time and he pulls back and lets them have the sin that they're continually choosing But the grace of God comes in and he changes their names. He restores them. He replenishes. He brings the cleansing. And there is going to be a unity and a glory and a peace. There's not even going to be any war materials because there will be no war. It'll be joyful. And he's going to replace sorrow with joy. And we're going to have a prosperous earth. And it'll be all under God and his rule and his reign. And he will come forth and the Messiah will be on the throne for all eternity. Our Lord and Savior Jesus will reign for all eternity. And with that, we'll pause as we march on through this amazing book of Hosea. I'm so excited about this book. It is just so insightful and so exciting to read through this as we know what has happened. We know the present day that we're in. And we know that if we faithfully cling to God with all our guts, we know what is coming tomorrow because God said it, he stated it, and his word is true forever and ever. And he is unchanging and he is faithful and we can count on that. Thanks, y'all. I hope you're having a great day.